This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And you on a Friday afternoon, along with Aaron Sexton, we're glad you're with us as we welcome you into the program. This is game time, presented by Alan Samuel, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And uh, we, uh, we're glad you're here. At, uh, so we kind of put the finishing touches on another week. And then, Ward, we begin game week. Yes, it's here. It's, it's time to go. We've kind of already begun behind, behind the scenes. There's game a, week. Lot, a lot of behind the scenes stuff yeah. going on. Uh, Anyway, so uh, I I went over and watched a little bit of University and Waco High. They had a matinee, had a matinee over at Waco ISD Stadium That's today. Great. So and there was quite a bit of people there. I was like, how many of you all are playing hooky from work? Because well, like I, me, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's a perfect idea. You get a hall pass from work. You got to go watch the scrimmage. And they had uh, concession stands open and all kinds of stuff. And it was uh, you know they they were also doing COVID vaccination. There was all kinds of fun stuff going on. And, and oh, by the way, they had uh, they had University of Waco High scrimmaging each other. Mm-hmm. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. So uh, Temple was uh, in a scrimmage last night as well. Yes, they were. They had College Station in College Station at Cougar Field last night. So um, that'd be good, a good test, a, a good test for them. And uh, we're going to talk about that coming up. In fact, Greg Willie's with us right now from Tim Bell Sports, and he was at the scrimmage last night. He'll also be on the sidelines for our Temple broadcast for us. So, Greg, how we doing? Ward, I'm doing good. Thanks. Now, last night you were there. How, just before we get into the particulars of the scrimmage, how did the Wildcats look at their first time out of the gate in 2021? I kind of think it looked like their first time out of the gate in 2021, <laughs> <laughs> to be real honest. I, I, I don't think anyone affiliated with them would, would say anything different. Uh, you know, it was uh, you know, it's like a scrimmage, right? You gotta you gotta do it just to see where you're at. It, there's no promise it's gonna look great, and I think um, especially when you go on the road and you're facing a very quality program like College Station has. I mean, they're never missed the playoffs as a as a varsity program, so I think that's exactly why Temple uh, and Coach Stewart uh, like to play College Station because it's gonna give you an honest uh, assessment of, of where you're at and where you need to improve and. Um, I think that's what makes it a – if you're only going to get one scrimmage, I think that makes it a valuable one to have. When you watched the the team unfold, they're looking at quarterbacks, of course, because they've had a single-season starting quarterback over the past couple of years and, and trying to find the right guy. Did anybody stand out at that position last night to you? You know, I think the one guy who stood out um, probably because he, you know, was given the most opportunity and – uh, was Reese Rumfield, a sophomore, uh, you know, move in from Midlothian Heritage uh, back in May. Um, and, you know, I, I, it's it's one of these things you kind of pick up the, the context clues as the spring ball and, and the summer has gone along that, you know, he's a guy that they, uh, the coaching staff really likes his ability and his potential. That uh, doesn't mean he's all the way where he needs to get or where he will get. But, uh, you know, I think part of it is the guys he's competing against um, – you know, one of them is senior Caleb Hill, and he's a guy that's, you know, come through the program, but, you know, he, he doesn't have any um, big-time varsity experience at that at that quarterback spot. And then the other two guys are, are sophomores, just like Rumfield is, uh, with Demarion Willis and Luke Law. And, you know, they they both have their attributes. I mean, Luke Law is a big, tall kid, about six foot five. He transferred in from Salado last spring, and, um, you know, he has a good arm, but, you know, you can tell he's a little raw and 
you know, should should fill out in time. And, you know, I think he has the makings of a very good uh, JV quarterback for, for Temple this year. And, and uh, Demarion Willis actually – he looked pretty good in the opportunities he got in the scrimmage. You know, he wasn't out there a ton, but he's 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 athletic. He's quick. Uh, he's just like his older brother Vance Willis, who quarterback Temple in uh, 2019. He's a he's a gifted runner and and throws the ball pretty well. So um, I, I think you know uh, he could become the varsity backup quarterback if if Rumfield is picked as the starter. So uh, I mean, I think last night shook a little stuff out, but I think the main thing is that Rumfield. Uh, he got the vast majority of the snaps, and he made a lot of good throws and a couple of loose ones. But uh, looks like he'll be the the starter when Temple plays against Westlake next Friday. Greg, as as you get ready for Westlake, uh, talk about some of the positives and and some of the strengths of this football team. Uh, I think uh, there's a lot of strengths when you look at uh, skill and athleticism and speed. I, I think I think Temple has. I mean, case in point is. You know, they, they ran in the 4 by 100 relay at the 6A state meet back in May, and they've got three of the guys who were on that team, uh, you know, are all are all uh, key members of this football team. When you look at uh, Samari Howard and Mikhail Harrison-Pilot and Tredarius Taylor, you know, all, all guys that are it will have heavy roles on the offense. I mean, all those guys, you know, it goes without saying they can run if they were part of that group. So, um I think there's their speed, not only them, but several other guys that, who are playing uh, wide receiver, cornerback, safety. So, I mean, speed is going to be a big key for Temple. I, I think uh, you could always have more good guys on the two lines, an offensive and defensive line. And um, the offensive line, that's going to be, I think, an uh, ongoing work in progress because, you know, last night against College Station, um, you know, Temple wasn't able to get much of a – a push or steady running game going against the college station defensive front. And, uh, you know, that's even handing the ball off to Samari Howard, who's a returning district MVP. So it, it was a little bit of tough sledding, even for as good as he is. Uh, he did have a nice highlight where he uh, was kind of running to the left side and he hurdled a kid from college station and, you know, got way, way up there. And I think it was maybe only a four yard gain, but just uh, from an individual athleticism standpoint, that was pretty impressive. But, um, so I think a lot of the guys who are back, uh, you can't you can't not mention uh, Torian York, the middle linebacker. He's you know only a junior. He's already been the defensive MVP of a of a six A district, and he you know he just turned sixteen years old recently. So he's a he's a very special guy. And um, you know a kid who impressed me last night was uh, Devin Williams. He's a senior wide receiver. Kind of an interesting story. He he played for Temple as a sophomore. He was a defensive back and. His family moved to Wichita Falls, so he was away from Temple for, you know, the better part of a year and a half. But he, he's back here as a senior, and uh, he's moved over to the offensive side at wide receiver. And he's kind of a tall, rangy, pretty physical kid and looks like he has good hands and had to make a couple of strong catches in traffic last night and looked pretty good doing that. So I think he's a name to watch out for, Devin Williams. Greg Willie with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And, Greg, uh, Coach Stewart, after the scrimmage, did he feel like that he got enough work in and saw enough that he has to work with going into taking on defending state champion Westlake there at Wildcat Stadium coming up on Friday night? Yeah, well, he, you know, he look, he realizes, I mean, that's, uh, that's quite a monster program coming in uh, with Westlake. I mean, um, you know, they're – as good as College Station was, and they are, you know, they were a ten and two team, and you know, in five A last year, they're very salty. But you're, it, it kind of ratchets up another level or two when you're talking about, uh, 
you know, a, a two-time defending 6A state champion with a, uh, you know, quarterback who's going to Clemson. I mean, one of the top-ranked teams, not only in the state, but the country. So, you know, I, I think that's just a whale of a opponent coming in, and that'll be <laughs> yeah, that'll tell Temple even more about what it has with nine games left. But uh, I, I think Coach Stewart's biggest takeaway last night was Temple just needs to be real honest with itself about um, the deficiencies it might have showed. Uh, I think I think their defense wasn't as good as they wanted to be. You know, there there were some big explosive plays for College Station, uh, both in the passing game and the running game. So, you know, Stewart being a defensive guy at heart, he he was kind of bothered by that. But um, you know, they, you also saw some. Uh, individual moments of of brilliance from a few guys i mean tommy torres is a big six five defensive lineman who's moving from end to tackle this year and you know he got right in the face of a a really good quarterback uh, jet huff from college station forced a fumble and his teammate uh deon saunders picked it up and went i believe 53 yards for a touchdown so that was a nice uh that was a nice moment of, of showing potential and um they have a new cornerback named nathan mitchell he's a He's a kid who transferred in from Maynard. His, his dad's part of the coaching staff now, and he's a very good-looking kid at cornerback, going to be a junior. I, I think he has an offer from Arkansas, so I mean, he's he's well thought of, and he made some nice plays last night. So, I mean, it's you can see the makings of uh, what's going to eventually be a very good team, but um, they hit some speed bumps last night, and you know they they you know, College Station was basically a well-oiled machine. I mean, Stewart mentioned that they ran out of so many different formations on offense. And, and even when they would show the same one, they did something completely different out of it from play to play. So I think Temple's, uh, their heads were spinning a little bit on defense. Uh, it, it was a hot night when the scrimmage started. So there there was definitely some conditioning, in-game conditioning going on, which obviously will be vital for this first month of the season. Greg Willie, TempleBeltonSports.com is where you can find him and on the sidelines with the Temple Wildcats on our broadcast on Fox Sports Central Texas. Hey, Greg, appreciate the time, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, sir, Ward. Thank you very much. All right, Ward, I'm just going to tell you right now, that guy knows his stuff when it comes to Temple Wildcats football. Yes, he's very good. Uh, He was, I mean, he was just reciting that information i mean he mm-hmm. had it uh, in the in the in the vault so that's good stuff there uh and i'm telling you if you're looking for a game next weekend because <laughs> there's a lot of i know a, i got a lot of my friends mm-hmm. it's it's the let's grab the paper find the best game circle and go that's where we're going yep and it doesn't matter if it's you know they're not going to drive three they're not going to el paso no Okay. But I've got I've or got friends, I've got friends that live in the Metroplex that do the exact same thing. Yeah, they you know they pack it up and they they'll drive. Yeah, and there's three or four of them that are coming right down I-35 to go to that game. Friday well, that night. was going to be my point. Uh, you may want to consider Wildcat Stadium on Friday night, or I would say Friday afternoon, just to make sure. <laughs> you better get there early uh, because the um, the Westlake Chaparrales are coming to town. And, uh, you know, I know and that, they travel well. Yes, they do. I was talking to our, our good friend, Craig Way, you know, mm-hmm. who works for Fox Sports. I'm sorry, Bally's now. Uh, <laughs> and, and he was telling me that, you know, even though that's not their their kickoff classic game, they will have cameras for live shots and all that kind of stuff there at, at uh, Wildcats. It's a big game. It is. Temple and in and, and, and Austin Westlake, the Chaparrales, will be a big game. So circle it on your calendar. Now, uh, our, our, and so that's that's the game that you'll have on our sister station, Fox Sports Southwest. 
E.P. Garth will have uh, University. They're going to be in College Station uh, this uh, Friday night, so he'll have that game over on our sister station, 104.9 Star. Uh, and uh, I, Coach Johnny Toos and I will be in uh, in Mesquite for West at, at uh, Mesquite Memorial, by the way. I thought it was at Hamby, but it's actually – Oh, you're at Memorial. Yeah, I'm at Memorial. Good. So it'll be Waco High in, in – uh, in, Mes- in uh, West Mesquite, and remember, for those of you who, uh, who who follow that football tree, the head coach at West Mesquite is Frank Sandoval, who used to be the head coach of the Mejia Black Cats. Did a good job there, so uh, so that'll be fun, and, and we'll have that one for you uh, Friday night here on ESPN Central Texas. And then after the game, the Friday night high school football scoreboard show, which leads me into something that we need to talk about real quick. Coming up September the 2nd uh, over to Walk-Ons, there's going to be a meet and greet as uh, former friends and players and coaches alike for Waco High will be there to honor Coach Johnny Tusa. Then on Friday night versus Hutto, the, uh, the, it will be the uh, Derek Johnson Classic, and the Derek Johnson Classic will honor Coach Johnny Tusa as well, as well as the 1986 Waco High football team. You said, why the 86 team? Well, I'll tell you why. That was the first team of consolidation after Richfield and Jefferson Moore and Waco High all became Waco High. That 86 team was the first team, and they're going to uh, honor those guys. So it should be a lot of fun. Later in the year, Ward, they're going to honor Coach uh, Leroy Coleman. And uh, also uh, they're going to honor uh, our, our guy, our teammate, uh, who, who will always be our teammate, Butch Henry. So uh, – yeah, that'll, that'll be coming up a little later on uh, in the year. So we'll keep you posted on all of those activities. So, uh, But it's going to start with the second game of the year, September the 2nd. It'll be uh, Coach Johnny Tusa that uh, that will be honored at uh, Waco ISD. Look forward to that. That should be a lot of fun. All right, it's a 14 after 4. Let's take a second and let's talk about Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Good Feet is a three-step system, really, uh, when it comes to uh, comes to. Uh, your arches and and it's a three-step arch support system and it's 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 a total body wellness program and in in it's not only to relieve pain that you might have in your back and your knees and or in whatever but it's also it it kind of it doesn't kind of it does help you relearn if you if you will how to walk correctly, and, and so you don't get those pains. I mean, so they have the strengthener, which really does just that, strengthen those arches and, 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 and aligns everything up. Then they have the maintainer, which is what you uh, you wear most of the time during the day, and then the relaxer that uh, you put in your, your uh, house shoes or your flip-flops or whatever in the, uh, in the evening. Hey, they've got 350 different sizes, 25 different styles. There's something for everyone. If you're, if you're, if you're uncertain, you say, like, I'm just not sure. Well, then go by there. The uh, The consultation is absolutely free, as is the fitting, and, and you will learn a lot. I know I did when I went for my consultation. It was like, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. And the first time you put those uh, those arch supports in your shoes, you're like, wow, that is totally different. I'm not accustomed to that. But you can do that at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very humid conditions as low temperatures fall to 77 degrees. And your weekend forecast looks sunny and hot both days. Matter of fact, a lot of humidity in the air. 97 for the high on Saturday. Sunshine and 97 on Sunday with heat index both days around 105 degrees. 
Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Houston Texans. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. The Cowboys and the Texans, Saturday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they also have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome, and they offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. You'll enjoy 101 customer service at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Store hours of Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 to in the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Have you heard about the new Quesabira? That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Week two of the preseason in the NFL got started last night on Thursday night football. Cam Newton passed for 103 yards and a touchdown, and Mac Jones threw 146 yards, and the New England Patriots routed the Philadelphia Eagles 35 to nothing. Tonight in the NFL, Kansas City is at Arizona, and Cincinnati is at Washington. Both games kick off at 7. The Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans at AT&T Stadium tomorrow night. Kickoff is at 7. Pre-game starts at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tourism Group has pledged $157,000 to ensure that the Taps play their championship games in Waco for at least three more years and maybe longer. Astros start a series with the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers travel to Boston to start a weekend series with the Red Sox, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Samuel Studios.
All right, 20 minutes after 4, 420. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys at ESPN San Antonio. R.J., good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. Great to be with you. Happy Friday. Hey, and you know what? We're a day away from another preseason game, and we're not that far from the start of the regular season, R.J., and, and there's still some questions when it comes to this Cowboy football team, and i got to begin with quarterback. What is the status of Dak, in your opinion, and are the Cowboys downplaying something that may be a little more serious than what we think? You know, I um... – I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any measure, um, but uh, but I do get how it has felt like the Cowboys have moved the goalposts a little bit. Um, you know, certainly from the time of, of the initial injury back on July 28th. You know, we've we've heard it's you know going to be a couple of days. We're going to hold him past the Rams scrimmage. You know, he's not going to play uh, in Arizona. You know, he's he might play against Houston. He's not going to play against Houston. I, I can see how you know those dots are easy to connect, but. I, I mean, he, he has progressed in terms of, you know, amounts or frequency he's throwing at practice. And so that bodes well for me. I think this is just the Cowboys being overly cautious. And I think because of the narrative around this team, this player, the fact that they're on hard knocks, the fact that they're the Cowboys, they're this natural attention magnet. And so um, I, I think everything's fine. If I had to, you know, if I had to bet y'all's, uh, you know, salaries, I would. I <laughs> but uh, but I, I think everything's all right. But I, I do get people kind of, you know, getting a little bit antsy. Okay, so so tomorrow night is quote unquote the dress rehearsal. But you are going to be without Dak. You're going to be without Zeke. Not sure how much, uh, if any, uh, your uh, the your, your wide receiver plays. So is this truly a dress rehearsal in your opinion? I think it is for the defense, and I think that that's an important you know measurement, although it's difficult to really get a full measurement of yourself against what the Houston Texans are going to trot out there. Obviously, their situation is incredibly in flux offensively. Um, and so I, I think that that's, that's kind of the real material you're going to be able to grind uh, out of this game because, yeah, it, it's difficult. You know, it's going to be awesome to see Amari Cooper, but it's, it's hard to get a full assessment as far as who he is or – who C.D. Lamb is or whatever and what potential they have if you don't have Dak Prescott. So I think you have to temper expectations when it comes to the Cowboys being on offense. But when they're on defense, I think you can totally buy and believe everything that you're seeing. R.J., with you just mentioned uh, Amari Cooper. Is, is it really a great idea to play Amari Cooper in this situation if he's not going to have Dak, if he's not going to have you know the offensive line? What, what are they going to get from Amari Cooper? I think that's a really good question. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea, um, but to answer your question, I don't think it's a great idea uh, because, you know, Mike McCarthy said he's going to play 10 to 12 snaps. Like, what, what does that do? I mean, like, are, are you really, you know, are you that, are you literally 10 to 12 snaps away from making a decision on, on Amari Cooper of all players? Um, and so if, if you're going to rest Dak, you're going to rest these, you're going to rest all these other players, Dak Martin, whatever, I mean, you know, I, 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 I get wanting to see him. I get feeling that way about everybody. But um, I think you've got to be all in one way or another. And, and you know, you can't be halfway. We're going to play these guys and not these guys. If you're going to not play certain players, Amari Cooper certainly qualifies for that distinction. And, and that's what I, I, we're seeing. We're seeing that it looks like, the, as you point out, that this may be a pretty solid dress rehearsal for the defense, but not for the offense. And I just find that interesting. Totally. I mean, defensively, uh, I think the Cowboys will probably give their starters a whole half. 
uh, to kind of work. And, and that's good. And, you know, that's the side of the ball that you need to see that because that's the side of the ball that plays you when your team was healthier or the most healthy that they were last season. And so I think it's fair to say this offense is going to be, you know, really good and, and they're going to take some time to kind of get into the rhythm and rhyme of the season once the regular season does start. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, at this point, you've got a lot of wide receivers that you want to see. You might as well get more opportunities for them down the roster. R.J. Ochoa blogging the boys and ESPN San Antonio with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And, R.J., the difference between the defense this time last year and right now under Dan Quinn? I think it's sizable, certainly. I think it's it's a huge injection of a flavor. That might be the, the way I would put it. I feel like last year the Cowboys were, were kind of cooking with just bare bones, bare ingredients. And now they've added seasoned salt and, you know, paprika and thyme or whatever. Um, and that changes things. I mean, you're not changing fundamentals, obviously, but you're, you're adding an injection of substance. And I think that that's, uh, that's, that's what, you know, carried this defense in a different capacity so early on. I mean, you know, the Cowboys' top defense, defensive starters, however you want to qualify them, have generated two turnovers. Granted, they were, were helped by a, a bad exchange uh, against Pittsburgh, but that's that's opportunity that wasn't happening with them last year. And some of that's just luck and some of that's just football. Uh, but I think that the overall change in disposition has really taken an effect that is really nice to see. Um, I think we might see Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderish play on, on special teams, and that's really, you know, that's uncharted territory for them. Uh, um, players on the Cowboys who played at least 100 snaps over the last two years, um, they're the linebackers who played the fewest of them on special teams. And so Tony Romo once said that football is a meritocracy, but the Cowboys have had a lot of nepotism around the organization. And it does seem like now they're holding different people accountable. And I think that some of that is the Dan Quinn effect. Is special teams where you look at Jalen Smith, maybe he's going to have to get used to that because of the way this linebacking situation is looking like it's going right now yeah i mean i think that that's you know if you're if you're a linebacker on an nfl team and you're not a, a frequent player you're not a starter i mean you have to contribute on special teams that's just kind of the the way this whole thing works it's the the problem for jalen and you know people take a lot of opportunities to to pile on him but i don't think he'll be very good at that to be quite frank and that's just kind of who he is as a player but I do respect, assuming it does happen, the Cowboys just saying, you know what, this is a sunk cost at this point. This, you know, the Cowboys have, have played players because of their contracts before, and that's, that's never a wise decision. Obviously, you can't go back in time and change that you paid Jalen Smith, but you can adjust now. You can say, who are the best players? We have to get them on the field on defense because those are the guys that are ultimately going to be responsible for us getting turnovers, stopping the ball, forcing punts, et cetera. And if Jalen Smith has a way, whatever that way is to contribute, you have to find it and you have to capitalize on it. RJ, uh, talk about some of the uh, some of the spots that uh, that are up for grabs. I know that there's still some roster spots that people are fighting for, and, and tomorrow night and is going to be another one of those opportunities for players to uh, to get themselves on film and shine for the coaches. Yeah, I think one of them is definitely a swing tackle. The Cowboys did sign Ty Insecki this offseason. He really hasn't separated himself. Uh, so far throughout camp in the preseason. And so they have other options technically that played the position for them last year in Terrence Steele and in Brandon Knight. And so uh, there's nothing to really feel overjoyed about there. Uh, but so you've, you've got to figure out who that guy is. You have to establish who your swing tackle is. And so I think that's one that a lot of people will be watching. Uh, Neville Gallimore obviously got hurt last week against the Arizona Cardinals, and he's the best defensive tackle on the team. And so now, you know, if he's going to be out about, I don't know, maybe a month or so into the season at, at most, 
I think you've, you've got to find help at defensive tackle. You've, you've got Brent Urban. You have Carlos Watkins. You have Justin Hamilton, Osa Digizua. You have players further down the roster that are suddenly now looking at more snaps, more opportunities to, to put themselves on film, to put themselves on tape, to really hopefully either earn a roster spot entirely or improve their positioning on the depth chart. And then finally, I think, you know, this safety group is, is one that is interesting. I don't know that there's a spot up for grabs, but I think that, you know, that's, that's a position that really has to, to stabilize itself. And, you know, hopefully we do see Malik Hooker. I uh, haven't seen him yet as a Dallas Cowboy. Donovan Wilson has, has, you know, popped throughout camp, but it would be nice to see them all kind of come together and raise the floor of a back end that has been really bad over the last couple of years. You mentioned the D-tackle spot uh, in, because of injury, and, we, and we've mentioned the fact that there's some roster spots available. Are there any starting spots that are still up for grabs when, when you really look at this football team in their, in their, uh, in their starting 22? You know, I would say two, um, potentially. And one of them might be the team's, you know, secondary cornerback, whether Anthony Brown is able to fight off somebody like Maurice Kennedy um, remains to be seen. Maurice has really popped throughout camp. If, if he can supplant Anthony Brown, this might be the game that he's able to do that. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, you know, if, if you had asked me this question, I don't know, six weeks ago, I would have said there's not a single spot on the offense that is available but the way the Cowboys have experimented with Connor Williams at center at least, you know, opens a few questions up. Um, and so I don't know that there's a spot as much as a, a, an option the Cowboys are creating. If they do seem to prefer Connor Williams at center, um, is Connor McGovern the left guard of choice? Because today, uh, Todd Archer from ESPN floated out that the Cowboys have received some trade calls around Connor McGovern. So if it's not him, who is it? Is Connor Williams your preferred left guard? Is Tyler Biotis your preferred center? So I think establishing who the preferred left guard and center is, what combination there is, is really the thing that is maybe not up for grabs, but up to determination somehow, some way. All right. Uh, tomorrow's game day. So what do you got working for uh, Blog and the Boys? Well, we're really excited. Uh, it's nice to have a game that doesn't kick off at 9 o'clock like we had last week. Uh, so uh, we've, got, uh, we've got articles all throughout the day, players to watch, things to pay attention to. After the game, we'll have a live show on our YouTube channel. We'll podcast that as well. We're getting closer and closer to the regular season, obviously. In fact, three weeks from today, uh, we'll all be talking, celebrating the fact that the Cowboys are 1-0 and and the only undefeated team in the NFL, obviously. <laughs> Sounds like a winner. Hey, RJ, appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. That's RJ Ochoa, Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. It is a 4.30, and we're going to visit with Ricky Thompson of uh, the Baylor Radio Network. We'll do that coming up in a few minutes. But right now, let's talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we uh, invite you to come check out the most prestigious Jeep, the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L, the beautiful rugged third-row seat with uh, incredible Jeep, uh, with incredible Jeep arriving daily. You're uh, you're going to fall in love with this Grand Cherokee. Uh, and, and make sure and check out the 2021 Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values of 3500 or 0% for 84 months, plus $2,000 in bonus cash. I like that bonus cash. Make this the summer event with the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now, they're located at 201 West Loop 340, and I promise you they're going to take care of you uh, throughout the process. And, you know, we say you're, you're friend in the car business, and we and we mean it. I mean, that you, Ted Teague and his staff are going to be there for you during the sale, and they're certainly going to be there for you after the sale, providing world-class uh, uh, world uh, 
service. So check them out today. They're at 201 West Loop 340. We're talking about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. There he's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. Shotgun, he's pressured, and he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Pass intercepted. This will be a pick six into the end zone. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown. Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hobbs Bonded Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Week two of the preseason in the NFL got started last night on Thursday night football. Cam Newton passed for 103 yards and a touchdown, and Mac Jones threw 146 yards, and the New England Patriots routed the Philadelphia Eagles 35 to nothing. Tonight in the NFL, Kansas City is at Arizona, and Cincinnati is at Washington. Both games kick off at 7. The Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans at AT&T Stadium tomorrow night. Kickoff is at 7. Pre-game starts at six on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tourism Group has pledged 157000 to ensure that the Taps play their championship games in Waco for at least three more years and maybe longer. Astros start a series with the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers travel to Boston to start a weekend series with the Red Sox, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson. Presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. All 
All right, 436, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Another Friday visit with uh, Ricky Thompson. And, Ricky, every time we, 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 we get together means we're that much closer to the start of the season. Yeah, um, what, two weeks, uh, college football for the Baylor Bears. So, it is close. Uh, scrimmage tomorrow, going to be interesting. We're getting down to a point where we're going to find out who's going to take the snaps, guys. And so, and I was going to hang on before we talk about that. I want to talk about the thing the other day, the uh, the the lunch with the legend, John Morris. First of all, what a cool event. Secondly, if you want to just slap around Jerry Hill now on the radio, go for it because well, he didn't give you the mic. Well, no, and it's really a shame they couldn't find somebody that's professional to interview John. <laughs> but they, that, you know, they had they had to find somebody, and I guess. What they did was use the tape and find the shortest guy they could find to do it. So uh, they were they were pretty successful. Oh, all right. I think we're even. <laughs> you got him. Oh, but he he was going to give you the mic, but he didn't. So uh, I just I, thought, you yeah, know no, what? He, you, you you got a radio show to do on Friday. You can you can do well, that. You know, he even told me before the event that he was going to do that, and I think after he took the shots he took he just thought you know what we're going to end this at one o'clock <laughs> how funny oh my uh, so so let's let's get to this thing about about winning jobs and all that kind of stuff do you do you feel like the coaches will be able to make a decision on the starter after this scrimmage on Saturday now they may not tell us but I mean do you kind of think that that's where they're headed I think there's a chance yeah I think it's probably good for everyone to know that uh, I don't necessarily think they're under pressure to do that, but I think if, if you really ask them, I think they would love to do it now to get that out of the way, decide who it's going to be, put them in for the first snap in that first game against Texas State. It can always adjust from there during a game. But I think just for now, knowing who that guy's going to be, I'm hopeful that maybe that comes out of the scrimmage Saturday and we talked about it last week. I think the key is, and what they want to do, is put these three quarterbacks in stressful situations, both mentally and physically, and see which one reacts. And then we all know Saturday and game time is different than practice. We'll see how that translates uh, to game day. Ricky, how much do you think that these transfers has helped this offensive line, and do you feel like that this has a chance to be a cohesive group if it keeps going in the right direction? What I think it's helped a lot. If if nothing else, in the competition and the guys that are coming back, understanding what they have to do to get on the field when you add veterans like they've done that have been around four and five years, uh, they know the ropes. They know what it takes. And I, I think a couple of these guys are real players, and it's going to add depth. It's going to push the guys that were playing last year. And I don't know how good they'll be at this point, but I'd be shocked if they're not a lot better than what we saw last season. Along those same lines, uh, we, we talk quarterback, we talk offensive line, and any other job for that matter, but particularly probably the quarterback. Wouldn't you say that the coaching staff would prefer one of the players take that job and just kind of go separate themselves as opposed to them having to decide who is best suited for that position? I think you're right on the money. They would love somebody – to step out there and take it and win the job. It makes their job easier. I think it also reflects on the other players and their confidence that 
this is the guy. They know who's going to be back there. They know who's going to play. He can start taking the snaps with the number one offensive line, running backs. And that's the other thing that's going to develop over the, over these last two weeks. You're going to start seeing number ones running together all the time and not intermingling, switching out guys. I'm not going to say they won't do some substitutions. Obviously, they will. But you'll have a primary number one unit running together. And I know they would like to have that the last seven to ten days before they play just to get some kind of cohesiveness that we've talked about with the same guys running the same place together every day over and over. Well, doesn't that also help the natural leadership from this team as well, being able to know who those 22 guys are on both sides of the ball and, and have that natural leadership come out in those players? I, I think that's right. And I would go a step further. I think if you went and asked those guys that are out there every day that are playing offense and even defense, I bet they've already picked their guy. I, I think I think they know who they want. I think they can tell already. Uh, I don't know. For obviously, I have no knowledge that the coaches have made that decision, but I bet the players have an idea who they'd like it to be. And, and just by human nature, they they tend to start to rally around that guy, don't they? They sure do. And that how important is that too for for the guys to rally around the quarterback to be able to. If you've got a guy, quarterback, running downfield, he shakes loose, makes a play, somebody pounds him, he gets up, runs back to the huddle, do you think those guys aren't going to rally around that? And absolutely, that's the fact. And you want to have an offensive line that loves that that guy that's taking the snaps behind them and know that they'll fight for him. And I guess that's what I mean. I'm betting those guys up front have picked their guy by now. I have no idea who it is, but – I'm guessing that ultimately that's who's going to be back there, but but because I bet those coaches are seeing the same thing. What else do you need to see out of the last couple of scrimmages before they get ready to travel to San Marcos? Well, I think you need to see the front-line guys knowing assignments, knowing where they need to be, and knowing that they know those assignments without having to think. Now, I don't mean you have to think as well, but you can't do it during the play you've got to know where you're going you got to know what the concept is on that particular call and do it full speed so you're not having to think during the process of the play and I I, I just think that's the most important thing particularly in a first game because nobody has any clue what it's going to look like in that first game and if you have assignments down you have a defense that we know played last year in this scheme You've got 10 of those guys back. They ought to be playing full speed the first snap of the first game. Offensively, we're not sure about that because we don't know who the quarterback is yet. We don't know which five guys are going to be lined up up front. Uh, You know who the receivers are going to be. You know the four or five guys that are going to play at running back, but you don't know those other two spots. So there may be some time that's needed for those guys to be able to go full speed and play just all out without having to think too much. Ricky, I'm going to take you off the field, and uh, I'm, I'm afraid we're going to be doing this all season long, but uh, here we go. As the, the Athletic is reporting that the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC are expected to make a formal announcement uh, 
for their alignment and, and may do it as soon as, as next week. And, boy, that kind of pushes the Big 12 uh, off to the side, doesn't it? If those three rally together and, and then the SEC's done their 16-team deal and kind of leaves the Big 12 out in the cold, in, in my opinion. I, I'm not sure it does, Tom. I, I think a lot of this is tied back, in it's opinion, but I listen to a lot of people and hear what they say. And I, I think the primary focus of this alliance between those three, number one, we all know it, is to vote against the SEC and whatever comes up for a vote. I think if it was red versus blue or north versus south, those three are going to vote exactly opposite of what the SEC votes. So I think that is the primary focus of it. I also think at the same time that these conferences are working behind the scenes, not necessarily the Big Ten, but the Pac-12 and the ACC deciding who they're going to add in the meantime or if they're going to merge with somebody. So I don't think that's off the table. And I think they've had those conversations with the Big 12, and I think they've, if you read today, the the commissioner of the Pac-12 basically admitted or didn't admit, he said that they had had contact with several schools from other conferences, which means, to me, the Big 12. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they are considering making additions, which I think they will, and I think the ACC might. I think what they're primarily waiting on is Notre Dame to see what they do. Uh, I'm going to be shocked if Notre Dame joins anybody. They've got so much independence with their TV contract. They're probably in better shape to get in the playoff that way than they are otherwise. So I don't, I'd be surprised if the ACC gets Notre Dame. And if not, I think they had a couple of people. So I guess what I'm saying is I don't think this is as bad as appearances would make it to be. But my, my, my only thing is if, if, if they're strength in numbers, then why wouldn't they include the Big 12 if it's about voting against, you know, the, uh, the SEC? Wouldn't there be strength in, in eight additional no votes? Absolutely, and I'm, I'm not sure that some of those conversations haven't been had about ultimately that – if the Big 12 does add schools that they'll be including in that voting alliance. I think that would absolutely happen. Uh, I just think in the state the Big 12 is in now, with really only eight people that can vote, uh, I I think that is a struggle. But ultimately, if the Big 12 adds teams, I think they would definitely be in that voting alliance. I don't think that they've been completely cut out of those conversations. So I think it's going to be real interesting next month. And I think we'll learn a lot. Ricky, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and and, uh, we'll do this again next week. Well, thanks, guys. I'm going to go watch a 95-degree scrimmage tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Report back, please. Thanks. Uh, I will. All right, buddy. We'll see you later. That is uh, Ricky Thompson, sideline. He better get used to it. Roaming those sidelines for the Baylor Bears and has for uh, many, many seasons, along with uh, J.J. Joe and, 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 uh, and of course, the voice of the Bears, John Morris, upstairs. So look forward to that. Uh, that is our visit with um, with Ricky Thompson, brought to you by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. It's 447. We're 13 in front of 5 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and uh, Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we uh, rock along here 
on a Friday afternoon, getting you ready for the weekend. we got uh, Ranger baseball coming up at uh, 5.30 this afternoon. We'll get to our Ranger roundup here in just a couple of minutes on ESPN Central Texas. Right now, we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe serving Central Texas since 1943. You see, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been, the, has been uh, owned by the same family. It's, it's the Emery's, and right now, it's the fourth generation of the Emery's that uh, have, uh, have got uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Braden is, is the boss man, and, and uh, John, of course, is out there. And, of course, they, they do a wonderful job of serving Central Texas, and, and they have since 1943. That is amazing. Stop and think about that. Uh, they, they built their reputation one customer at a time. And simple objective, we've talked about it many times, they want to uh, – they want to make sure that the, the customer leaves satisfied with their buying experience, and that's one of the reasons why they're Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building component distributor. If you're uh, building a metal building or a barnuminium, hot thing right now, then don't forget to check out Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Those, uh, those uh, guys over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe can help you find the best contractor for your personal project. And they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas, and they're going to be happy to point you in the right direction. They're open Monday through Friday from uh, 7.30 until 5, and on Saturdays from 8 until noon. They're uh, in college, uh, in Bryan, rather, and they're also right here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. You can also check them out online at pioneerboys.com. See, you, you, can go, you can go shopping 24-7 when you do that. Remember, at uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they deliver and they unload. We're talking about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Brent Zorneman joining us right now from the Houston Chronicle. I then sought out Commissioner Greg Sankey, you know, and, and uh, found him on Red Radio Road down there. And he looked at me like, where did you hear that? You know, and <laughs> and then uh, essentially he said, well, you know, rumors have been swirling. And then he said, yeah, no comment. You know, that because then at that point, you know, then we're trying to get uh, reaction from, from especially Texas and then, and then OU. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
Get ready, get set, go. Run, don't walk to Waco's newest sidewalk obstacle courses. Fun for the whole family. Get active visiting each unique obstacle course at three local parks. You can find our new community-inspired sidewalk obstacle courses at the Bledsoe Miller, Dewey, and South Waco Park, right next to the playground area. Get outside, get active, and most of all, have fun. This message is brought to you by Live Well Waco and the Waco McLennan County Public Health District. For more information, visit us on the Live Well Waco Facebook page. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, welcome back in. Uh, this is the uh, Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Tom and Ward and Aaron. And, man, guys, yesterday, the uh, get-out-of-town game for the Rangers, that was a tough, tough pill to swallow. Uh, Texas was down in, in the uh, bottom of the ninth inning uh, and scored five runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to get that thing tied, only to see Seattle uh, win it with uh, in the 11th inning with uh, with a couple of runs. They outscored Texas 2-1 to one in the 11th to win it 9-8. to eight. But Ward, and we saw in that, uh, in that 10th inning that the Rangers nearly got another home run uh, to, to win the game, but uh, played, played well enough to win, but didn't win. And that's Kind of where we are with the Rangers, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, we can continue to have high hopes of, you know, maybe they'll pull one out here, one out there, and you know, it's still going to the ballpark and watching baseball. But you know, this team is just going to be inconsistent from here on out. All right. And one reason is they're trying to find out what they have. I mean, they're going to be throwing guys out there that that are going to make m- mental mistakes and and not ready to play the game yet. But they've got to find out what they've got. All right, now I'm going to throw one at you here. We could probably spend two hours talking about this because we have talked all spring and all summer how this is a rebuild and it's going to be a slow, tedious process. They're going to build from within. They're going to bring these young guys along and they're going to move guys in and out of the system until they find the right combination of players. Remember that conversation? We've had it about 700 times, right? Mm -hmm. Manager Chris Woodward is expecting the Rangers to spend money this offseason to add veteran pieces. That's in the Jeff Wilson newsletter today. Woodward said the uh, Rangers are going to have a bigger payroll for 2022. As president of baseball operations, John Daniels said after the trade deadline. But Woodward indicated that the plan is to bring in multiple veterans and surround them with what the Rangers have or have coming through the system. Now, am, am I reading this wrong? Is this a change in philosophy in midstream? It is from what we've heard all along. They just but look, they don't have to spend a whole lot more to be more than what they're spending now because they're at the very minimum of yeah. payroll right now. Well, yeah, because there's no veteran guys to pay. That's right. I mean, they're paying the pups. Yeah, you know. But I was, and we're going to have to get Jeff or somebody back on the program uh, maybe next week, but. When I read this, on the surface, this sounds like a change in philosophy. It does, but I, I'm very cautious to say, hey, they're going to go out and get what they need to turn this thing around quicker. I just, I don't know. I, you know, again, I hope so, because it's no fun watching a team that you like get their teeth kicked in every night. No, I'm with you. Uh but, you know, they're, they're talking – I mean, they started – in Jeff's story, and we have Jeff on the program all the time, but in Jeff's story, he started naming names 
you know, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story. Uh, you know, he's just going through the shortstop position. Just the sto- sh- well, and there's look, a laundry if, list of free agents. If if you want to sell tickets, that's the way you do it. You're not going to sell very many. I mean, if they're if they're going to say, okay, the newness is wore off the stadium now, and maybe that's what they're seeing. Maybe they're seeing such bad baseball that, uh, and you know, Texas high school football and college football and Cowboys are starting. Their their attendance is going to dwindle mightily over the next month. Two months, and so <laughs> their maybe big, their maybe big night's going to be the Chris Stapleton concert. Yeah, yeah, and maybe they're turning around, going, "Oh, uh, yeah, this may be not the best idea. We better get some names in here to sell some tickets." But th- to me, I mean, I, I was just under the impression that this was that was not the way they were going to do it before. No. They said we are not going to go out in free agency and spend any money. We're going to build this thing within, and it's going to take a while. Then we might in twenty twenty three sprinkle a couple of names here and there, but not right now. Now that's a t- complete U-turn on what they said. Yeah, it just I, I don't know about you, but it, it I, I just find that very, very interesting. Uh, and, again, we'll uh, – We've mentioned it before. They haven't had excitement in free agency no? since Cecil, Cecil Fielder. I mean, that was the last big free agent signing they had. Now, look, it didn't work out because of injury, but it got everybody excited. I mean, it sold some tickets to start with. And, 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 I, and I'm thinking to myself, self, if, if we're going to go get free agents, go get young free agents, not guys in the twilight of their career. You know, it, it, so. Depends on, I mean, if you have the biggest checkbook and you can go and get enough of them around that you think can give you an opportunity to make a good run at it right now, why not? Well, then why didn't they take, never mind. Never. Why didn't they do it before? Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you've just wasted two years. Yeah, and again, it, it it you better you better you better hit it out of the park with those guys because it's not going to be a longevity deal. So, you can you can imagine my surprise when I opened my email this morning and uh, at seven forty and read that the Rangers are going to be buyers in the uh, in the off season. I'm like, really? <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll check into it, and, and we'll do that next week for you uh, and, and maybe get Jeff back on the on the program and, and just kind of see what's going on. Anyway, it's uh, 458. That is our Ranger Roundup brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. This is ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's go. into the end zone. Wow, what a move. The shotgun. He's pressured, and he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Snaps intercepted. This will be a pick six into the end zone. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown. Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. 
the pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Goodfeet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Call on I-35 Transport, specializing in heavy equipment hauling and oversized loads. I-35 Transport is also needing experienced drivers. Must have a clear CDL license, doubles and triples. For repairs, Roberts Truck Equipment and Repair for diesel trucks, equipment and trailers. Welding and fabrication. In business for over 35 years, located on Old Dallas Road in Elmont. Call or email Elaine today. I-35 Transport at gmail.com. That's I-35 Transport at gmail.com or 254 829-2528. Hey, football fans, the 2021 schedules are out for Waco and surrounding areas. This year's schedules are made available in part by the following sponsors. Please patronize these companies. They're an asset to the community. Hemp Street Market, 3C Mechanical Technologies, Inc., Trimmers, Lawn Care and Irrigation, La Bella Salon and Beauty Lounge, Lewis Liquors and Clothing, BNC Pest Control, and Cougar Cuts. This announcement is paid for and brought to you by Prestige Marketing, LLC. For more info on our services, visit us at PrestigeMarketingLLC.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, uh, just after 5 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by Versalift, a uh, time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Tom Barfield, along with Ward Whites and Aaron Sexton, we're in the uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studio Studios. And, well, we appreciate you being with us. Drive safely as you make your way home. And if you missed any part of the program that you want to go back and catch, you can certainly do so at SyntechSportsFan.com or any of our uh, social media uh, sites. And you can uh, you can download the uh, the audio and check out uh, – well, you can check out Ricky Thompson from earlier today. You can, you can check out any of our guys from earlier today. RJ Ochoa from uh, Talking Dallas Cowboys football earlier today. You can check all that out right here at uh, SyntexSportsFan.com. And uh, coming up in a few minutes, we will get to uh, get you the latest on the Cowboys with our Cowboy update. We'll do that here in just a couple of minutes on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, let's get to the grab bag here this afternoon. And uh, Baylor soccer did drop its season opener at Minnesota last night, one to nothing. The uh, Baylor soccer team will continue its road trip when they take on North Dakota on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Ward, remember when we were talking about the Washington State football coach, Nick Rolovich? Yes. Uh, he said today that he intends to uh, follow a new state mandate requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for all of those working at the state's colleges and universities, including coaches. I'm shocked. So <laughs> two days later, it's like, okay, I'll take the shot. So mm -hmm. he's 
going to take the shot. Yeah. And let's kind of knew that was coming. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, let's see. And, and that is a, a quick check of our grab bag here this afternoon. British Open for women is going on, and I need to get a check of the leaderboard. Yesterday's first round leader was Nellie Corda, who is having an unbelievable year. You know, she's the young the uh, young lady that won the uh, the Olympics, uh, won the golf tournament yes. uh, in the Olympics, and she is uh, well. She shot five under yesterday uh, for a uh, five under sixty seven for a first round lead. So. We'll uh, we'll get a double check on, on and and see who is uh, at the top of the leaderboard in the uh, women's British Open. So uh, and again, she is uh, she's playing as well as as anybody in women's golf right now. So good stuff there, and and hope that she's uh, she's doing well. Let's let's see if we can't uh, get some scores for for you here. I, I meant to do this before we started this segment. <laughs> Real smooth, right? Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I can't find, I can't, uh, there we go. Let's see who the leader is on the LPGA. Uh, it's, well, she, I don't see her scores. Seven under is the leader. There are two at seven under, uh, including an American, but, uh, I, I don't, I don't, oh, there she is. Oh, she, uh, she had a one over. Uh, shot one over today, so she is minus four. There you uh, go. Uh, and tied for 12. So, still in pretty good shape with two rounds to go. It's a 5.05. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're, we're uh, glad you're with us. And we're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about Morrison's gifts. And uh, Mark uh, Dickinson, one of me to uh, remind everybody that uh, it, it, even though School is back in session. Well, not everywhere. There's still some schools that have not started. But anyway, it's back to school time is what we're talking about. And you can pick up backpacks and computer cases and accessory bags. And you can also have them personalized by a tremendous Texas company, John Hart Leather Goods. And you can get that over at uh, over at uh, at uh, Morrison's Gifts. Also, they have uh, other terrific bags, and uh, you can get those customized as well from Consuela, and you can do that at Morrison's Gifts. Morrison's Gifts also has all of your birthday gift needs, and they've got anniversary gift needs, and, man, they've just got all kinds of cool stuff, and they do free gift wrapping, man. That is, uh, <laughs> I'm just telling you, if it's, uh, if, if, if you want it, to make it look good and you're and you're like me and you just don't have that skill set, then go buy Morrison's Gifts. They're 4308 West Waco Drive. Guys, it's, it, it wouldn't hurt if you went by and got a gift just for no particular reason. Just went home and, and handed that special someone a gift and said, just because. I'm telling you, you're going to win points, particularly with football season coming up. And you're going to be glued to your television, or you're going to be out going to ball games. This would be a great way to kind of christen the football season, if you will. They're at uh, 43. Why are you laughing, Ward? They're at 4308 <laughs> West Waco Drive. They're next to Jason's Deli. They've been in business since 1979. Check them out today. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A kicker from Kosovo by way of Canada tees it up for America's team. Details after this. This year, we can all agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support students with scholarships and educational programming, 
honoring outstanding teachers with classroom grants, and providing utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Greg Zerline is still sidelined with a back injury, so punter Hunter Nicewander had been handling Cowboys place-kicking duties until a back injury led to him being waived injured yesterday. So tomorrow night is the Cowboys' preseason debut of newly signed Liram Hairulahu, who as a child fled war-torn Kosovo with his family and immigrated to Canada, where he grew up to become an all-star kicker in the CFL. How did special teams coach John Fossil find the well-traveled player? Uh, I have a really good buddy who's a coach in the CFL. I knew he was in L.A. last year in training camp. And Jake, our snapper, was with him last year with L.A., so we got some good information there. That's where we'll go. The Cowboys kick off with the Texans tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Central. From Cowboys Camp at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very humid conditions as low temperatures fall to 77 degrees. And your weekend forecast looks sunny and hot both days. Matter of fact, a lot of humidity in the air. 97 for the high on Saturday. Sunshine and 97 on Sunday with heat index both days around 105 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Houston Texans. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. The Cowboys and the Texans, Saturday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Make this the summer event is going on now at Allen Samuels with the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L, now arriving and in stock. This beautiful, rugged third-row seat carries the prestigious Jeep heritage, the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo, with values of $3,500 or 0% for 48 months, plus $2,000 in bonus cash. Alan Samuels. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. 
Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Week two of the preseason in the NFL got started last night on Thursday Night Football. Cam Newton passed for 103 yards and a touchdown, and Mac Jones threw 146 yards, and the New England Patriots routed the Philadelphia Eagles 35 to nothing. Tonight in the NFL, Kansas City is at Arizona, and Cincinnati is at Washington. Both games kick off at seven. The Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans at AT&T Stadium tomorrow night. Kickoff is at seven. Pre-game starts at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tourism Group has pledged 157000 to ensure that the Taps play their championship games in Waco for at least three more years and maybe longer. Astros start a series with the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers travel to Boston to start a weekend series with the Red Sox, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back to the Alan Samuel Studios. It's 5-13, 13 minutes after 5. I was just, just uh, looking at this. Warden, I think you and I talked about this. But uh, next week is high school football. And, of course, we'll have three games here on our uh, family of radio stations. But uh, up in the Metroplex, the Jerry Jones Classic at the Star Presented by Whataburger. They got to get that in there. Uh, that's it, It's a 2 o'clock kickoff at the Star. It's going to feature number one Denton Ryan and number five Longview. It's a pretty good little matchup. Absolutely. It'll be a real good game. And did you tell me that this game's going to be on national television? It's going to be on the NFL Network. How, How about, about that? that? Yeah. Is that breaking news, by the way? I mean. That's pretty new. Yeah, it just came out this afternoon. That they're gonna it, now it will be it will not be live on the NFL Network because they have the Patriots game. It'll be live. It'll follow the Patriots game. <sighs> See, they got to come up with a better plan. The Patriots? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Over the Lobos? Yeah. <laughs> How dare they on the <laughs> NFL Network? So, but still, it's going to be on the NFL Network. That is that is a really cool deal for all those kiddos. No doubt, absolutely no doubt. A lot of great games this coming weekend. And again, uh, uh, I'm jazzed up for for. Uh, for West Mesquite and Waco High, and I know that you're uh, bouncing off the walls for Temple and Austin Westlake. So Absolutely. Good stuff there. Uh, everybody kind of wrapping up their scrimmages, mm-hmm. most scrimmage th- Thursday night and and uh, sometime, some during the day today, <laughs> and then some last night. Uh, a lot of high school scrimmages as uh, we get ready for high school football. A lot of them tonight, too. There's yeah, a absolutely. lot around the area tonight. Absolutely. Look forward to it. And, again, uh, uh, you'll be uh, you'll be in Temple for uh, – for, uh, the uh, Chaparrales of Austin-Westlake yes. in Temple, and I'll be in uh, Mesquite for West Mesquite and Waco High. All right, uh, let's talk some college football. Let's welcome in from the Athletics, Sam Con Jr. Sam, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing terrific. We appreciate you being with us. Sam, talk a little bit about uh, about this this merger, or not merger, but the alliance. <laughs> of, it, it could be a merger eventually, but right now it's an alliance. Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC, and no Big 12 mentioned in that alliance. Yeah, so this is the three leagues' response to the SEC. A lot of people around the country 
viewed the SEC's courtship of Texas Oklahoma as a power move. And, you know, both financially and just from a potential future of what this sport looks like standpoint. So the other conferences don't want to sit around and not do anything. And I think especially if, if you're the Pac-12, uh, which is probably the, the next most vulnerable league, uh, obviously the Big 12 is too, but but their, you know, their future is, I think, uncertain at this point. But uh, beyond the Big 12, the Pac-12 is probably the most uh, vulnerable group. And, and they, I know they've wanted to do something. Of course, we know that, you know, their commissioner met with Bob Bowlesby a couple weeks back after the uh, you know Texas legislative hearings, and uh, I don't I don't know how much incentive there is for the Big Ten ACC except that I think everybody wants to have some common thoughts on where things go as far as the playoff uh, expansion and how that goes, and just having some kind of similar uh, stance on legislative matters because I think what we are headed for in college football is a change of the governance structure long term. Is this going to be a trend where even more conferences are trying to align themselves and get ready for a huge change in college football? I think they're they're just trying to figure out what's the best way to do this because I don't think we're at a place where people are going to start running out and adding teams anymore. Uh, we went through that you know, 10, 11 years ago, and there was some incentive to that, but it is, I don't know if there is an incentive for the Big Ten or the ACC to go and add teams there might be for the Pac-12 because of again where where it sits in the landscape uh, financially in comparison to the rest of those conferences but but for the Big Ten and the ACC I think both of those have a somewhat a position of strength based on you know where their media rights sit their the revenue distribution and I, I think it's, it's more about just making sure that they don't get lapped by the SEC. Where, where does that leave the Big 12 is is there anything they can do to make a big splash I think I don't know that there's anything they can do individually. I think that their best bet in the Big 12 is probably staying together as a group of eight and then trying to expand beyond that. Now, does that knock anybody's socks off, so to speak, a, a, a Big 12 if, if you add a few schools from the American or a BYU or in a Boise State? Not necessarily, but I still think if you're able to hold Texas and Oklahoma in this league for uh, for as long as they're supposed to be in it and get – the revenue checks that come with it, because let's let's be honest, the, the panic on, on the Big 12, eight, Big 12 schools part is not losing that revenue because that, you know, Bob Bolton made it clear that Texas and OU probably count for half of the value of the TV rights that get distributed every year. And so you're talking a cut of at least $14 million per year when those schools leave for the eight remaining Big 12 schools. That's a lot of money. And so their best bet, I, I think, is probably trying to stick together, stick together and expand that because the other, the other option is, is them trying to find homes in other conferences. And I just don't, there's just a, in all the conversations that we've had with people around sport, myself, Max Olson, Nicole, back, all of us working on this, there hasn't seemed to be a big appetite for other conferences to come and pick off schools in the big 12. So do you think that this conference can survive in the eight that they are, if they go out and find maybe somebody I mean, I don't know. It, to, to me, it seems like they would have to find another brand name to get that television money they have to have to be able to survive as a big conference. Yeah, I think they can, I think they can survive. It's just not going to be at the same revenue level that they are now, and I think that's just the reality of the situation, which is why I think it's imperative on them to, to keep this thing going as long as it can. If Texas and Oklahoma say it's 2025, try to keep them in there. I think a lot of people would say they don't expect Texas and Oklahoma to be in there in the conference through 2024, but 
uh, I think the Big 12 would be you know, advised to try to keep them there as long as they can just from a financial standpoint. But I, there, I don't think there are brands out there they can add that move the needle, so to speak. But I still think it is a respectable – if you were to add a BYU, a Boise State, and then a Cincinnati, a UCF, maybe even a Houston SMU, and you got the 12 or 14 you know, teams, I, I still think that's an attractive football conference. It's a good basketball conference too. Uh, and I think there's still some value there. Is it going to be at the same level that it was before? No, but but I still think there is some promise and there is uh, there is some viability to a league like that. I, I'm just going to get you to speculate here. You've done the research, as much research as anybody. Do you foresee Texas and Oklahoma being a member of the Big 12 in 2023-2024? I think 24. I, I, I would be surprised if they were if they were in it all the way through 24. Uh, I, I, the way I've looked at it, I think 22 might be a little bit early. I think it might be tough to get out quite that quickly. But the, the 23 is the year that I look at because if they expand the playoff, 23 is the earliest that it can happen. And we, we don't know for sure if it is still going to happen. I think we were on the fast track to get to a 2023 playoff expansion before all this happened. And now now these other leagues are, are wanting to hit the pause button just to make sure that, hey, this still is what we want to do. Or do we want to change it at any point because of what has happened over the summer with Texas and Oklahoma's move? Uh, if that playoff still goes through 2020 and, and the expansion happens in 2023, then I would expect that Texas and Oklahoma would be in the SEC by then because I would think Greg Sankey would want to – if they go to 12 teams, Greg Sankey's going to want to have his conference with the best position possible to have as many teams as he can in a playoff and, and adding Texas and Oklahoma give them that opportunity. Is 12 a good number in your opinion, by the way? Because uh, I've always been a proponent of 16, quite frankly. I, <laughs> you're in my case. See, I, yeah. I like you because I, I have always been a 16-team proponent just because I feel like if you're all in the same subdivision, which they say they are, all 130 teams are football bowl subdivisions, if you win your conference, I think you should have an entry point. Or if you go undefeated, you should have an entry point into a championship, into a tournament. So I would love if they had all 10 conference champions and then six at-larges. I think that, that to me, is the best uh, scenario. That said, I can live with 12, especially the way they propose it, which was not five power five champs and one group of five champs. No, they said the six highest-ranked champs. And I think that that is, to me, why I think the Big 12 has some viability long-term, if they can pull together, because if that plan sticks and you still are going with the six highest-ranked champions, then you are having uh, – then you're having uh, – sorry, I had an emergency alert on the phone there just for a second, <laughs> and it made me panic. So, it, But if you have the 12-team playoff still and you have the six highest-ranked champions – then the Big 12 is going to have a spot, even in its reduced form, if they go out and expand. And the Pac-12 is going to have a spot. And likely the American, or I guess it could be the Mountain West, if, if the Big 12 takes teams from the American, maybe it's the Mountain West or maybe it's Conference USA, who knows. But those guaranteed bids give your team and your league a spot in the party. And I think 12 teams is still viable if they keep the proposal as it is and the, I think it still makes sense for the Big 12 to try to stay together. Sam, thanks. Uh, hey, what are you working on for the athletic? Oh, man, I'm catching my – it's training camp, buddy. We've been, <laughs> I've been bouncing back and forth to practices uh, around the state, and, you know, we're, we just uh, – I just had my mailbag this morning, and next week we're going to ho- hopefully start to get some answers on some of these quarterback battles, uh, you know, coming up around the state. I know, obviously, there's one at Baylor, there's one at Texas Tech, Texas and Texas A&M. 
SMU has one as well. So looking to hopefully get some answers on that. But we're spending a lot of time previewing the football season, the actual football. That's what we're spending time on right now. X's and O's. It is the actual football on the field, and I'm excited that that is almost here. Sam, thanks. We appreciate your time today. We'll talk to you soon. No problem. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Sam Conn Jr. from The Athletic. Uh, terrific job. It's a 523. Where do we got to go? We got to get out of here for, uh, for Ranger, Ranger baseball. baseball. Yeah. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. And uh, John Morris has got the uh, Big 12 preview, too. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Oklahoma Sooners. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. Wrapping up our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, we'll hear from Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma on the impact of the NIL. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at BaylorShop.com. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Mike McDonald